lately I've had a lot on my plate. In fact, too much. It was bringing me to my breaking point, which I cover how to properly deal with your breaking point in an episode called When Greedy with the Feet on this podcast a long time ago. It's in the it's in season two, I think. Uh that would be the next ten episodes after the first ten episodes. Anyway, I do believe it's possible to live a simple, proud, easy, stress-free life. And I mean that in a general sense. Uh, of course, we're always going to have stress pop up in one way or another. But I do believe that with enough time, effort, planning, and dedication, uh, we're able to live the lives that we want to live. And it's not going to come easy for all of us. However, even though I wasn't born into a rich family, and even though I wasn't born into a poor family, I I have my own personal circumstances, hang-ups, burdens, weaknesses, etc. to deal with. And it's taken me a long time to become more well-adjusted throughout time. And ever since 2010, I've been on the straight and narrow. And even though I'm not as successful as I would like to be, I live a very productive, constructive, healthy, positive, optimistic, happy, content life with peace, contentment, and serenity. As I'm continuing to be successful in the pursuits that I have. Some are entrepreneurial, some are just personal projects that um, I'm just trying to fulfill myself. And they're focused around mastery of specific things. Um, from music instruments to um, computer programming to, to other things. But anyway, um, a lot of people get stressed easily. And a lot of people get overwhelmed easily. It's not because of their... It's not... I mean, sometimes it is because of their personality. But a lot of the times it's actually because they don't regulate what is actually in their lives. And in this episode, I want to teach how I live an easy, simple, proud, happy life and how I don't stress about anything. And it will be similar to the episode five ways to stop worrying, but it's actually going to be more simple and practical. Anyhow, the the thing that people don't understand is that all options are always on the table. And sometimes the best option to choose will bring anxiety. Maybe you're close to somebody and you have an attachment with them. Maybe you even made a family with them. Or you're or they're deeply some way embedded into your life and now you got to get them out. And you've come to that conclusion by having an honest conversation with yourself and an honest look at your life. It would be greatly improved without that person. And you don't want to deal with the the consequences, you know, whether they be temporary or long term, of ridding that person from your life and living a better one. Well, the thing is, a lot of people I've noticed in America, 
and perhaps elsewhere too, but people elsewhere might do this, is that they believe in these things called social obligations. Where it's like, well, I have a long history with this person, therefore I should keep them. And, you know, no. You, you, you don't have to have people who aren't compatible for you or aren't right for you in your life. And you don't have to end it permanently. You, you, you can just say, hey, I'm going to focus on me for a while. You know, give me my space. Or you could just cut them out completely. But you see, that's the negative side of this coin. Uh, let's talk about the positive. The positive side of this coin is simply just go where you are treated best and aim to always maintain being where you are treated best. Maybe maybe a lot of things are great in your life, like your home life is good, but you have a job where you're not treated best, and you have some silly obligation to yourself. It's like, well, I need to hold this job. It's like, well, you're you're depriving yourself of pursuing a better job where you'd be treated better. Perhaps you won't be treated perfectly the best all the time, but uh, you know, why not go to college and get a worthwhile degree where you would make more money and potentially be in a better environment? And with more money, uh, you'd be able to uh, choose a better place to live, a better place to work. Money gives you options in America, the United States. And I, I think people really don't think beyond the rules they set for themselves. I think people really need to look beyond the rules they set for themselves. And I think that's something that very few people such as myself are innately aware of since the beginning. Uh, because I, if, since the beginning of my life, I've always known that there is nothing that I have to do in this life. I can live my life however I please, and that will be satisfactory enough for me at the end of my life. Whether I perish into non-existence or I go to some sort of afterlife, that's not my concern. My concern is what I know. And I know that I'm alive. I know that I am sentient. I believe that I have free will. I do believe there is room for free will within reality. I also believe in fate, but I believe fate is actually the hand that has dealt to you from the beginning of your life, like I say all the time on this podcast. And I also believe there's room for objectivity. In reality, so I go with that. And I also live true to my nature. And so I don't stress over anything. You know why I don't stress over my finances? Because I'm good with money. I I, I save money. And I make investments where I can without hurting myself. And the reason I like to save a lot of money is so then when hard times come, I'm not depriving myself of anything. And I'm not in peril. And, and so being good with money, like I said in the Chad Hossack's Ten Commandments, I save 25% of my gross income. And uh, I, I spend less than I make. And I'm always looking to make more money. And I look for ways to do that in ways I want to outside of my job, like my consulting that I do via email. 
People send me an email. I give them a rate. Uh, they pay me first. I have a strict no refund policy. And I provide an answer back to them. And um, currently, I do hold the job. And I'm treated great at my job. I'm treated the best by my higher-ups, coworkers, and customers. And I, in my opinion, if you have that at your job, that is worth more than half your salary. However, I will be moving to a different state soon. For things and reasons out of my control, my life is changing. I'm not stressed about it because I've made good choices with money and I choose not to worry about things that are outside of my control. And also, I control what is in my life by being around, by being in the places I'm treated best. So I make sure that where I live, I am treated the best. I make sure where I work, I am treated the best. I make sure the people I associate with, I am treated the best. And part of that is I don't gossip. And I, I cut people out, even friends, e- even family members who try to gossip with me, even if it's on my, in, in my interest, according to them, where it's like, hey, so-and-so said this about you. Hey, so-and-so said this. So-and-so said that. I don't, I don't, do, I don't do that. I, I don't deal with that. I, I'm not going to allow something like that to steal my energy. And I, I, I just don't want to deal with it. I don't, I don't care what other people think or say. I care what I think and say. And so another thing I do is I, I completely block people on social media if I find what they post irritating. Or if it's in a YouTube feed, I, I go to the three dots and I, if I can block them, I do. And if I get a chance to click the don't recommend me this content, I click it. And if I see it again, I just keep repeating. You know, I, I only want to have what I want in my life. I, I don't want extra stuff, and I don't want stuff that irritates me. And also, I don't compare myself to anybody. I don't compare myself to my previous self. I, I simply, you know, make progress where I can and have fun and relax where I can. And I keep my life that simple. Just like in the season three of this podcast, the after the first 20 episodes, it goes into 10 episodes, or I guess eight or so, of the top quotes that shape my worldview. And one of them is, keep it simple, stupid, Trevor Price. And I keep my life stupid, simple. Uh, and also with dating, I don't stress about any partner. You know, like, like if they are chill to be around and they add value and peace, contentment, and serenity in my life, I'm able to add value to them and make their life better in some way, then we keep it steady and chill and we maintain that. And it's not like every fight or argument or disagreement, I'm going to cut them out because some things have to be worked out and that's okay. But I'm saying, like, I'll cut a partner out if they're, if they, if they, for an uncomfortable amount of time, are a stressor in my life, then fuck them. They're out of here. And, you know, I don't go around causing stress in people's lives. And so, on Twitter, I will mute accounts if I don't like what they post. 
You know, I, if I don't like something I see, then I remove it from my life as much as possible. I only want to keep my focus on things that make me better, stronger, wiser, happier, healthier. That's where I want my focus. I don't want my focus and vision to entail extra stuff I don't need. I don't want it to bring in stressors. So I remove stressors as much as I possibly can. And like I said, the most effective way to do this is just be where you are treated best. Make your home where you're treated best. Make your job where you're treated best. Make your network where you're treated best and don't gossip. Um, another way I've eliminated stress in my life is handle my booze and don't do drugs. It's really easy to get stressed out when you're depressed and alcohol is a depressant, so that's why I don't drink it that much. I don't even think about it that much. And then with uh, and then with uh, drugs, I I want to be, I I want to be as sober as I can, and that's also why I don't drink alcohol that much. Uh, it, it's not appealing to me. Only sometimes, like once every few months. I might have one drink, maybe a couple, for the most, but usually it's about one, two, three, somewhere around there, that's the average, you know, two, three, but, um, you know, like, coming back to sobriety, back to reality, that can be a stressful thing if you keep using recreational drugs that alter your mind. And it's also stressful when you run out if you're addicted to them. Or even if you're not addicted to them, but you just like them, you want them so much, like pot or whatever. Which I do believe pot can be addictive to some people. But anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just like... like I know it's like to run out of cigarettes and you're like panicking. You know? uh, but yeah, I mean... Uh, being sober... The majority of the time, if not all the time, that, that's a great way to relieve stress because you're thinking clearly and you can make accurate decisions and accurate assessments. I value clarity and critical thinking, and you know, that might be my religion, clarity and critical thinking. If I had to have a religion, it'd probably be that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like, as as long as you're just being where you're treated best all the time and... Uh, you're you're responsible with your money. You're responsible with what what you use for fun, whether it be drugs, alcohol, or hobbies. And you're eliminating stress from your life, like you're removing people, places, and things from your life that stress you out. It's really hard to be stressed out. And you know, some things that are good for you might be stressful. Like, exercise. Like, maybe you don't want to go to the gym. You got to go to the gym anyway. Um, but the stressors I'm talking about, they add no value to you and they're a liability to your interests. I'm talking about those stressors. And I'm also talking about vague stressors too. Like, uh, maybe there's some content creator on a social media platform you're on and you just don't like them for whatever reason. You find them annoying. Or you just don't want to see their content. 
yeah, I'll just block them and mute them and all that stuff. You know, remove it. And, uh, you know, so many people don't give themselves permission to remove stress from their lives. So many people don't give themselves permission uh, to be, to structure their lives in a way where they're treated best. Some people don't give themselves permission to do what it takes to establish inner peace. And, you know, why do you guys think I lay low and I'm low key? Like, the majority of this podcast is exclusive to the podcast platforms. You know, I'm just doing a podcast for my own enjoyment and to share my wisdom with the rest of the world because it's a fun thing to do. And, uh, you know, when I do post a YouTube video, um, you know, for now on, it's going to be if I'm proud of it and I stand by it. And I, I got some projects in the works, such as the Hostack Post, an online magazine I'm doing. Really, really proud of that. Oh, yeah, that's another way to remove stress from your life is do things you're proud of and have a bunch of hobbies. You know, for me, I like my intellectual pursuits. I'm doing it on the Hostack Post. Go to thehostackpost.com. Sign up at thehostackpost.substack.com. You know, have hobbies, have projects, things to keep you busy that are that you're passionate about, that are fun for you. You know, sometimes I like watching the NBA. I'm not really an athlete or anything. I, I don't really have a big interest in sports as much as other people. But, you know, I, I think basketball is very fascinating. And I don't care who says what about basketball. I like it. I think it's an interesting sport. And I, I don't play basketball, but I like to shoot hoops with my basketball. It was a cheap $20 basketball I bought from Target some time ago. And so it, it, you know, I like doing it by myself, and I like doing it with particular friends of mine. And uh, I look forward to doing that in the state that I'm moving to. But you know what? Like just, I like having hobbies that keep my mind active and my body active. Uh, keep me moving, and I like eating food that tastes good, but it also keeps me full, and I don't overeat it. Um, yeah, I mean, I live a pretty simple and proud life, you know. And I just keep everything low key. You know, I I don't. I mean, I of course I'm going to be marketing my projects like the Hostech Post, and then my music when I start doing that again, and then the films if the crowdfunding campaigns are successful. Of course, yeah, I'm going to be getting it out there. And of course, these things are vulnerable passions of mine I'm sharing with the internet. From the Hostack Post, my intellectual pursuits, you know, Chad Hostack, music, and my worldview podcast. And then whatever I'm going to call the company of the, the entertainment company and then the films, the stories I want to share. Uh, but other than that, um, in, in, in real life, aside from my hobbies I want to turn into businesses. Aside from those things, I I'm a homebody. Believe it or not, I am a homebody. It's not like I don't go out ever. I'll go out to eat with friends once in a while, like that's a twice a month thing at most. I'll I'll go to movies by myself because I enjoy movies best by myself. I like watching movies with people at home. And we can feel free to chit-chat during the movie if, if those are the kind of friends I'm watching it with. 
I also like just sitting in silence and then after the movie talking about it with friends and stuff or dates and yeah, that's fun. But that's at home. But I'll go to movies by myself because when I'm in a theater, that that's my own personal time. It's kind of therapeutic. And yeah, I go to the gym regularly and yeah, I yeah, I I do go out and do stuff. I like to see new things I haven't seen before in towns that that, that I live in and nearby and but the thing is, I don't go out much because it, there's a there's very there the only place I don't spend money at is the park, and I go to the park you know a couple times a week by myself, do some resistance bands exercises. That's uh, exercise is a hobby of mine. It's not just an obligation to my health; it's also fun. And I like trying out different things with calisthenics and. Uh, but you know, I, I don't, I don't really go out much because I don't want to be tempted to spend money and everywhere you go outside in America, it's a big shopping center just with a lot of trees sometimes. And they have incredible ways to try to get you to spend money from buildings, pumping out certain aromas that will stimulate your senses and you want to go in there, check it out and spend money and eat their food. And then they have these signs that are directing you to go a certain way and, you know, all these different sales and deals and opportunities that you don't want to miss out on. And, you know, it's like, oh, I could save money if I bought this instead of that. And then you're thinking about buying more stuff and then you're thinking about spending more money. And, you know, it, that's kind of a stressful situation. So that's why I always have a list with me for when I go somewhere. And I stick to the list. And the only time I'll make an exception is if... You know, I I could find, if I couldn't picture my life without that thing, then I'll buy it if it wasn't on the list. Um, but anyhow, um, you know, Amazon is typically where I get a lot of my stuff, and I know a lot of people aren't fond of that because they go, "What about small businesses?" Yeah, but you know what? Small businesses need to be better at convenience. Amazon is the most convenient thing for me as far as like retail shopping. I'm sticking with Amazon. And, uh, you know, Amazon won me over with their convenience, so I'm going to stick with Amazon. Uh, one of my favorite retail stores is Target. I love their clothes, the Goodfellow clothing brand. I, I'm pretty dedicated to that. And as far as, like, woke politics with Target and other stores, you know, um, I, 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 that's a separate entity to me. I don't, I don't care what the politics are of a particular establishment. If I like the product, I'm going to buy the product. And so that's my personal philosophy. Politics isn't everything and everywhere in my life. And, you know, certain musicians have political disagreements. I have certain political disagreements with certain bands and music artists and actors and actresses. But that doesn't stop me from seeing them different as a person versus their politics it doesn't it doesn't make me not want to see their movies it doesn't make me not want to listen to their music um let's be mature adults and be like that <laughs> like not make everything political and not let politics define who we are and what we do yeah i'm not saying it's not a part of it i'm not saying it's not a significant thing our core beliefs about the world and politics however i'm saying you know i i, I can separate politics from the other value of people. 
and establishments. I I don't care about I don't care about I don't care about Richard Patrick's politics, the lead singer of Filter. I just like him as a person in general, and I like his music, and I like him as an artist. And um, you know, would he do the same for me? I don't know, but uh, I'm still going to listen to Filter because I like Filter. Anyway, yeah, I mean. Uh, I, I'm a homebody and I, I stay low key. And when I'm with friends and family, whether it be at home or I meet them at their home or we're out somewhere, the conversations are meaningful. They're productive and, um, they're chill. In my, in my personal network, you have to be able to have a comfortable silence because I'm not always going to have a quick response for you. I'm not always going to have something to say. Because sometimes people bring something up to me I have no stake in, I have no opinion on. And I like to think about what I have to say. And, you know, like me and my personal network, I I only talk about my problems with mentor figures. I don't talk about my problems with my friends. I I don't... I don't do that. I keep my problems to myself. And, uh, you know, when, when I'm with friends, you know, the conversations, you know, sometimes we have to have a comfortable silence and think about what we have to say or just call it a night. Me, me and my network, we're direct with each other. We're, we're real with each other. We're not rude. Uh, but, you know, we're we're going to state what we actually think and feel. And just because we're direct doesn't mean it's offensive. And, you know, but in general, we are pretty sensitive with one another a lot of the time. However, we still also have that room and a healthy amount to be direct with one another. And um, we're also accountable to each other. And it's not like we just say, oh, I'm sorry for that. We we demonstrate changed behavior, you know, and we work things out. And um, there's also other people, you know, men and women alike that uh, to different degrees don't belong in my life because they just bring stress and chaos and they disrupt my peace, contentment, and serenity. And I only want to have people in my life that amplify the peace, contentment, and serenity and maintain it. And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, um, life can be simple and easy if we make it that way. And uh, another thing that, uh, people overlook that would be valuable to reducing stress is setting realistic goals for short-term things. Um, like starting out short term setting realistic goals like okay i'm going to try to lose a a few pounds i i don't want to say a certain amount that will vary per person for me i could try to lose 5 pounds within 2 weeks that's not unreasonable for me and um you know like setting a realistic goal short term and then bring it up to intermediate it's like okay i plan to make this much money and have this much in my bank account by this time 
and keep track of that and then bring it to long term. I'm not saying you can't have unrealistic, idealistic goals. I'm a huge advocate for that. You know, shoot for the moon and you'll land in the stars kind of thing. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like every morning and night, have a legal pad by your bed when you wake up. Write down your craziest, genuine goals. Like, for me, I want a jet and a helicopter. And then um, they have to be black. And at, at night, do the same thing before bed. Journal your craziest goals and dreams. And have the legal pad exclusively for that. And have a separate journal for gratitude. And have a separate journal for mind dumping. And have a separate journal for relationships. Those are my recommendations. Um. But yeah, I mean, realistic goals and like trying to achieve that, even if you fail, you're actually working towards something achievable. And then once you do enough trial and error and you actually achieve that thing, it's way better for your confidence and it's way better for your self-image because you, you did something that was obtainable and you are making it more possible for you to go for even bigger things that will become attainable to you. And, uh, yeah, have both the crazy ambitions and then also the realistic, uh, goals. Uh, because like, if you don't have realistic goals, it's like, you're always going to be tormented by your ideal, that thing you're not, the thing that's really difficult at the time for you to obtain because it's idealistic and crazy. But if you're, um, able to also have realistic goals and achieve those. It's going to help you uh, make those crazy things even more and more less crazy and more and more obtainable. Uh, so let's say, you know, you say, I want to make X amount of money this year and that's obtainable. You succeed at that and then you raise the amount the next year and you just keep doing that, that crazy idealistic goal amount of money you want to make you're going to make that more and more realistic so that's why i advocate for that system uh but yeah i mean just keep life stupid simple you know keep making progress have hobbies that are fun and you know have passion in your life be where you're treated best eliminate stressors and I mean, yeah, that that's just pretty much it. It makes life easy. It makes life simple. And it, it makes progress. And, uh, yeah, you don't have to stress about nothing. You don't have to stress about the people in your life. You don't have to stress about your job too much. You don't have to stress about dating. You don't have to stress about your goals. You don't have to stress about money. You know, what more could you ask for? And I believe that the... Insights here on this podcast episode are easy and obtainable for most people, if not everybody. Thanks for listening. See you later.